0: This is 161st Street, Yankee
1: Day. Welcome back to another episode of the Four Train Savages podcast. Robin Tyler here, episode number 106. Today is August 2nd. The trade day, the trade deadline <laughs> has passed. It is now uh, about eight. It is, is exactly eight o'clock right now. Tyler, the trade deadline. Ended at six PM Eastern Standard Time and the Yankees made a few moves today earlier prior to the six PM deadline, the hard deadline. Yes, yeah, and then they oh came five, out six oh four. And, and then they came out right at the 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 mark. Yeah, but a little bit after. You're right. Um and they go ahead and they make a stunner. And we go ahead and trade Jordan Montgomery for Harrison Bader with the St. Louis Cardinals I will be in St. Louis this weekend that is why we're recording this now and getting it out there Um, so I'm going to be traveling pretty soon to go head out there and watch the Yanks for all three games so I'm very excited but this trade came out of nowhere and when this trade happened you really thought that okay, is there a corresponding move to then open up some more space to then get a, a Pablo Lopez or Carlos Rondon and no Looks like we got Harrison Bader, Mm -hmm. trade away Jordan Montgomery, and it's looking like for us that Domingo Herman or Clark Schmidt will be playing a much larger role than we previously anticipated for this. Uh, Tyler, take the floor of what you thought of this trade. I know when you immediately texted me, you had some very strong thoughts. Yeah. And really, really a lot of Yankee fans are somewhat puzzled by it because we know with the Severino injury news, which we also have
0: to talk about, Mm but yeah, pretty. Yeah, dude. Like I, one, I think I'm a tad heartbroken, honestly. Like I love Monty dude. He's been around forever. When did he, when was his rookie year? Let me see real quick. Monty made his rookie, his rookie debut was 2017. Um, he's been around for what feels like a long time. You know, this was his sixth year with the team. Um, yeah, it was so random, dude. Cause I texted you. Let me see exactly what I texted you. Um, I texted you what in all caps, Jordan, and then I tried to spell Montgomery, <laughs> but it didn't get out. And then I was like, Bader is getting flipped. Lopez, like Pablo Lopez, come home. Um, obviously, not the case. Yeah, I'm a little perplexed, dude. Like that word right there, perplexed. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't understand it too much especially with Sevy going on the 60-day IL, Rob. Uh, it's just kind of strange to me. You just kind of you traded away your two uh, minor league MLB-ready pitching depth in Wesneski and Waldachuk, and then you trade Monty. So I'm like, huh, now our depth is pretty much down to Herman, Clark Schmidt, and in a way, Devi Garcia, almost, like haven't heard his name in a while dude um I don't like I don't love it I don't hate it I'm just I, I don't get it I'm gonna wait in until it kind of plays out I don't think listen Harrison Bader sick dude like you said or like I said he's got sick hair he moves, he's got 15 bags on the year But I just, we. I think we have a clusterfuck of outfielders in a way right now And I do, I think we all kind of live by the term You can never have too much pitching in a sense So for me, this move at this moment in time does not add up I will certainly be rooting for Harrison Bader I just don't get it, Rob Like, mm-hmm. lot- I don't get it
1: Yankee fans collectively going.
0: Oh my good, <laughs> goodness gracious!
1: Really? Um. Listen, yeah, a it's a. I it seemed when Cashman spoke to the media that he really is a fan, calling him one of the best center fielders in in baseball, calling him a great defensive center fielder, mm-hmm. which he is. I know dude. he is, and a lot of fans were talking about, at least that I saw on Twitter, were talking about how was this a move that Brian Cashman made and then he had another deal lined up like that's what like, i immediately thought dude everyone and i think if, thought that if that is what fell through but i
0: were the marlins I, fucking with us rob it was
1: very but if that's the <laughs> case and and brian cashman is now just stuck with him harrison bader and he had something like you gotta have that ink down. You have to have. Yeah, that. That I'd be shocked the,
0: though, dude, because that's like you're cutting bridges between relationships in the in front offices. If another front office is like playing like that, or or pulling some even, nonsense you, like that to cash,
1: it's um, it's it's pretty. If if that's the case, then there was some. That's
0: alarming. If I, that's I, the case. I don't.
1: Yeah, it's very alarming.
0: But skeptical uh, though, I, or skepticism. L-
1: Harrison Bader is working through an injury right now, and he. the plan is hopefully that we get him back sometime in September. But right now, Harrison Bader, uh, five home runs, 21 RBIs through 72 games played. He has a .256 batting average, a .303 on-base percentage, a .370 slugging percentage, and a six seventy three OPS, 93 OPS+. Plus. So this guy is... Uh, utility, And he's going to be used in the same form that he, you could shift him around a little bit more because he's a younger dude. But let's be honest, he's going to be somewhat of the in-between of a Tim LeCastro and a Matt Carpenter. Or he's not going to be this, uh, let's just, for lack of better, everyday guy. He's just not. He had a very solid 2021. Nothing that really blows the stat sheet away but he's a solid baseball player and he's an athlete the one aspect of this that I do really appreciate is that we got a lot more athletic by adding him to the roster and a point that we've been seeing on Twitter that you sent along to me as well that I think really hits home Jordan Montgomery you you you, we can never have so much pitching that is absolutely true but Where Jordan? He's good, Rob.
0: Too. That's what's crazy to me. But but
1: it goes back to where does he fit in a postseason game? Yeah, that that's what they're thinking. Which I do like. If listen, if it's a month and a half left of baseball, do I want him on the team to eat innings and to save the rest of the guys that we have in mind to then pitch the big games? Yes, but this is. In retrospect, because you've talked about it, the Yankees can play 500 ball this year and still win the division and still win over 100 games. That's that's the goal to then get to the postseason. So Harrison Bader, whereas right now we needed more pitching and we would have loved to get a guy like Pablo Lopez or Rodon, that would have been great. But like Jordan Montgomery was very solid. He took a down tick, especially in these past months, that I do believe played a little bit of a role in them being more willing to get rid of him. Yeah, potentially. It's looking at his past start. No, I think it definitely played a role that they said, okay. If they're
0: making trades off of three starts, though, that's kind of wild.
1: But we've seen this trend with Jordan before. We know that he's not a...
0: Now, I hear you, but he's also... I do think he's quality. Like, it wasn't too long ago he started an elimination game five against, or game four against Tampa Bay in the playoffs and pit, yeah, went five and five, in, five innings, one run.
1: I I don't think that... He's not that with p- pitcher, what we, What we believe that it's going it's going to take jordan montgomery is not going to be be pitching in those big who knows maybe he is a guy for st louis that's pitching in
0: big i mean i don't yeah they made it clear they had no plans to ever pay monty like that like instead of losing him after next year because he's a free agent after next year, they're just like, screw it, We're go- we'll go get uh, you know, Harrison Beta rental for a year and a half and not have to kind of pay Monty and we'll just figure it. Because this could be kind of inserting Clark into the rotation in a way. Maybe not even this year, but it could set him up for next year too. Like, unfortunately, I do think there are avenues that in a way make sense from the org, and setting up Clark is one of them, I think. But it, it it hurts a little bit, Rob.
1: <laughs> I understand the frustration. Um, I just believe that this is – he's thinking down the road of a postseason roster. And um, ideally, either him or Tyone or potentially both could have been delegated to a bullpen role or however they may do an opener ptsd of like you mentioned Devi garcia yeah. immediately i thought back to that series that you just mentioned exactly. with tampa so um <laughs> we don't really want that we want a guy like montas and and cole and Nestor. dare i say sevi that we have to talk about Dude, they, well. they must
0: be confident in Seve coming back if they moved Monty. like they must be confident and, he's pitching in some capacity
1: and it seems as though Seve has more confidence in himself than the organization did by vocal, this yeah. story of him not knowing why they really put him into the sixty-day IL. Um, he said that he could really be be good in a few weeks. He threw at uh, ninety feet today and wasn't experiencing any lat discomfort. Um, and instead, he's going to be not eligible till mid-September. And Seve seemed to be a little peeved off by that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, could this have played a little bit of a role that they said? Uh, like they must have some sense of confidence that he's going to come back if they're willing to part part with Montgomery in this way, or maybe maybe Cashman did f up and take someone in Miami at his word, or took someone in um San Francisco at his word. That or something, that that would be crazy. But that's the only thing I could see is that they have the utmost confidence that Severino is going to be healthy and that they just put tacked on the extra time because they wanted him to yeah, be 100% by, the, by September or the time that they want to ramp him up in September. It is, I don't want to say it's playing with fire, but a little bit you feel a little concerned. Like we always talk about. He's only uh-huh. gonna have two weeks to get ramped up, and you're just like.
0: Eh. I think, in a way, so you you basically you add Montas and you disperse Mo- Monty, so like you don't lose a pitcher in that sense, I guess. Like in terms of depth, Rob, but yeah, I think they look at Herman and Clark and say they can give us the same thing, or one of them in some capacity will give us what Monty's giving us, and then let's and- add Harrison Bader.
1: I, I don't know if you're going to jump on me about this, but I do I believe the margin of difference isn't crazy large between those those no, two. No, I'm not going
0: to jump on you for that at all, dude. No. Nah, I don't think so. so. I think, I've always just been I big think, on Monty. I don't know. I guess I have a, a soft spot for him. Like I might. But I think Yeah, I th- I do believe
1: that they will They should give Clark significant starts moving forward. But then, who takes his
0: bullpen role? I mean, then they're putting their the uh, their.
1: Well, you would think that a guy like Marinaccio or um, Trevino is going to step in, and you're hoping that he's better. And then you have F. Ross, and you have I think F. Ross kind of has to take
0: Clark's role.
1: Yeah. So that Clark's been good of the two the two bullpen arms we get, shift them in, then you're going to think, okay, Clark. Let's see what you can do. You've been touted as a starter. Let's throw you into the fire. Like, now is a great time, I believe. You have a divisional lead that puts you in a comfortable spot. Give him some starts. And he has, in those reliever roles, that he has been very successful. But, you know, he, he is a starter. So, mm-hmm. give him the chance. And I would love to see him. And, obviously, you have Herman, but we don't have confidence in him really at all. But...
0: Uh, Even though he had, he's been kind of. It's weird, dude. I think her. I, I do think Herman is the innings eater for yeah, the duration no. of the regular season, um, but I think Clark plays a role that Herman will not in the postseason. Like whether it be yes. Herman starting a, or whether it be Clark starting a game four or being a swingman, he's. Yep, I think he's definitely yep. definitely going to play a larger role.
1: Yep. 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 For those who don't know, um, too,
0: Rob, I mean, or forget Yankee fans, I mean, Clark Smith is a big-time prospect in the Yankees organization. Like, he was number one pitcher in the, the org for a while. Yes,
1: yep. We've been hearing about him for, for a long time, and I think now is a, you have two months left of baseball. That could give him an easy 10 more starts, maybe a little less right now. Throw him in, and then you, you have, obviously, Herman and – You can you can make do in ways that you have to, but this conversation is now is the time to now the time now is (laughs) see that's what we're doing we're just we're just talking through, but I think now is the time to allow Clark Schmidt to to start to flourish because listen I what what I've seen from him and obviously it's a different role than watching Montgomery
0: he's nasty dude
1: but he has really good stuff one of the better breaking
0: balls on the Yankees too I'd say
1: yeah he's a starter. Throw him in there, and see what he could do because we saw Monty has been very solid. We understand that we all have somewhat of a soft spot for him as Yankee fans and how he's how he's come up. But now it's time to to look at Clark because Clark is a higher touted prospect, and like you said, he's been been in the org for a while, and everyone's been wanting to see him. And now I think is the perfect opportunity to see what he can do. Yeah, Um, I think yeah. So yeah, go ahead.
0: No, dude, if Bader can kind of give me like a 2021 season. If he can do that for 2 months, mm. I mean, I, th- that's a big W in my book, I think. Yeah. Um like the his slugging is down a lot this year kind of. He's hit his sl- slugging 370, but in 2021 and 2020, he slugged 460 and
1: 443. Um I don't
0: know, dude. This is just classic Tyler talking himself into whatever move is made. <laughs> I
1: I think I I think he could be a I I don't know, I think he's a solid athlete and he's a solid guy off the bench and Cashman clearly sees something that he likes. Um, I wish the on base was a little higher than it it mm-hmm. looks. Um, I want I probably take some time after this to look at like contact and all that later um but i love his energy like the dude is an electric factory yeah, he really is 100%. you look at some of his highlights he's a and he's from the area he's from in new york so um that's that's an exciting aspect of him as well so um we'll have to just see and we're it's going to take some time to eventually see him but we do have now a log jam in the outfield
0: question um, for you rob yeah go ahead over half half a start in uh in the postseason for Harrison Bader, does he start one game? Start yeah. or appear? Start under under. Okay, I'm just curious. I'm I don't know. We're, we're that's just like us taking a, I don't know, mini gamble. I guess.
1: I really no. If he if he's starting, Listen, If he's starting, bad, someone's it.
0: probably hurt, right? Or hit. But or also, Hicks and Carpenter are bad again.
1: Yeah, Tyler. Also, here's the thing: is it is a start? What, what what's worse in your mind? A starting postseason with Harrison Bader or a starting postseason with <laughs> Andrew Velasquez? Oh, so that's oh, oh. Say. Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, that's not even a question. We got. I mean, I'm not. Hey, I'm not saying we're much better than Andrew Velasquez right now at the shortstop position. But, but that's I always get,
1: just the running joke in postseason. Oh, yeah.
0: I get what you're saying. No, nah, I, I, I mean, I was just curious because it's like someone would have to get hurt for him to basically start, is what I'm yes. saying.
1: But that is a. Solid but if
0: if three bad. people get hurt, I mean, I guess I'm glad that Harrison Bader is my fifth or sixth <laughs> outfielder or fourth outfielder. Let's, we have so many fucking outfielders, dude. Yeah,
1: let's just hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> um. Okay. Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. <laughs> Joey Gallo is now a Los Angeles Dodger in exchange for Clayton Beater. I believe Clayton Beater is the 15th ranked prospect for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's now the
0: 10th in the Yankees organization.
1: Um, he's really not. I watched some stuff. He's really not having a great uh, season in Double A. But I think he's, he's his strikeout he
0: numbers are in his. He has two things Rob His strikeout numbers are insane, and his walk numbers are insane. He walks everyone, but he basically <laughs> just strikes everyone else out. He strikes out 15 yeah. batters per nine innings, dude. That's when like, was the last I, time you I heard that? that? That's nuts. I,
1: I, Listen, they got a human being back exactly. for Joey Gallo, so rea- I call it a double.
0: Exactly, dude. In reality, I mean, the Yankees traded two months of a 159 batting average Joey Gallo for the do- Los Angeles Dodgers' 15th prospect. Who sh- yep. I mean, if I guess it, it's kind of a flyer, you know? I mean, if he can literally do anything, if if he can not walk people, he could potentially pitch for the Yanks one day. 15, yep. Checking out 15 per nine is like nuts mm-hmm. I don't know. so
1: cool i, I call it a, i call it a win the joey gallo era is now over we know that i feel bad that for him, was dude a, yeah
0: i mean um oh i thought i didn't even see this tweet you sent out about the fake uh gallo quote i can't wait to grow my beard back and beat them in the world series i just saw it and i was like did he actually but i see it's a troll account
1: No. Well, listen, I, like I said, I think he's genuinely thinking that. Oh yeah.
0: No, no, no. I could see. I mean, I would hope so, dude, just as a competitor, but, um, dude, the interviews, this, that little graphic that came out from the interview he had kind of sad. I know whatever you sent me something after that he said, but it's just like they asked whoever did this interview, asked Joey Gallo, have you been living in Manhattan? he said, yeah. And then, they asked again, what's it been like for when Yankee fans notice you on the streets? Are they rough on you away from the park too? He goes, I don't go out in the streets. <laughs> they go, <Yeah>. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I really don't want to show my face too much around here. I shouldn't even yeah. be laughing. It's sad, honestly. I, I hope Joey I really do hope Joey Gallo plays well. And I can officially take the L on this because Joey Gallo did not pan out.
1: No. It's um I just, I, he talked about more in that interview about how he didn't think that they were really paired from the start. He somewhat alluded to that, that, and I, I don't know, he, he took blame in the sense that he's always going to feel bad about it and he's not going to, he's going to look back and regret on the time, but it's just, um, he, I, I look back to that interview he had in spring training with Meredith and talked about how his game isn't going to change and at some point I think you have to do something and I i don't know the, let's just say uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers now have quite a bit of lefties on their team mm-hmm. lefty power guys that have fallen off somewhat of a cliff when you look at Bellinger, Muncie and True. having Gallo yeah. now so that'll be fun for that I, I asked the kid out in la i was like are dodger fans as nice or are they going to be nicer to him than yankee fans were he's like well they're not going to be as big of dicks but they're (laughs) going to be they're going to be kind of uh harsh because that's a big expectation fan base but i don't know fresh start maybe he does something different maybe he uh finds his swing again that's all i could really guess i hope he does
0: dude i really do
1: it's, yeah, just for his own sake of his career and how he can maybe find. But a lot of other moves around the league. I mean, Soto to the to the Padres. Mm-hmm. We had um, Vasquez today going to Houston. A lot of different Rodon stuff. Rodon
0: stays. Ian Happ stays. Rodon Contreras. stays.
1: What yep. are those teams yep. doing,
0: dude? Not the Giants, but the Cubs. The frick are the Cubs doing idea like they, they trade, trade us they're like one of their best relievers with six years of control and then they just hold on to Contreras and Ian Happ like yep. I, I don't understand doesn't really make any S- sense
1: Syndergaard to the Phillies uh a lot of a lot of real eye-popping moves but yeah uh we'll have to see how this Bader stuff shakes out um any other noteworthy things that we're missing not really um we talked about the Sevy stuff so that'll be it was you know, noteworthy that he Seemed a little angry But mm-hmm. uh, so, hopefully he gets back Something so. just came
0: out of him um, Or Brennan Cuddy tweeted Luis Severino was so mad he's going on The 60 day IL that he refused To look when the Yankees tried to show him A calendar of how it works and when his Timeline for when he'd be back was <laughs> Really wow <laughs> So he clearly thinks He, he probably is like pain free dude It seems like he, he obviously did not Want to go on the IL at all
1: they're doing like the opposite that uh, Jacob Degrom did. Yeah, with his like he's like ah I don't know there's something in there and like they'd come back with the X-rays and they're like there's nothing there. Weird, <laughs> but he's like dude. ah I don't know. Um, but yeah so it it's gonna be I'm very excited for this weekend because I know Monty is gonna be pitching in St Louis on Friday so maybe ah, Montas so is pitching on Friday. It always works as well. out
0: like this like you trade him and then they're just there <laughs> right right yeah. after.
1: I mean, you look at how it shaked out with Ben and Tendi uh-huh. with the Royals. So, so that's weird. it's just baseball's weird. Baseball's weird. So yeah, yeah I'm guys going. With Houston. Yep. Oh God. They're conspiring against the And they got Hosmer, the Red Sox got Hosmer and Fam, but they're doing Dude, a red they're Sox doing a retool. Yeah, they're doing a weird they're doing a retool or they're bolstering their team and they're really trying to go for it but they're kind of not they're like selling so they,
0: and buying yeah i have multiple red sox fans that are like fire heim bloom like they have no yeah. idea what's going on
1: <laughs> yeah i it's very it's very odd to a lot of fans um but right now they are yankees are currently losing for nothing but they won yesterday so that was a an exciting dub yesterday very easy dub trevino two home runs Mm -hmm. judge home run so uh hopefully they can come back by the end of when we post this podcast but um yeah it's going to be this dead this deadline was insane tyler nuts nuts
0: definitely at the at the wire got very weird too yes
1: good for baseball
0: very good for baseball. i love the mlb trade deadline it's fun time
1: yes yes um all right yeah so appreciate you guys listening to this quick episode, episode one hundred and six of the Four Train Savages podcast. Really appreciate you listening. As always, subscribe, leave a rate and review, uh, follow us on our social media at Four Trained Savages on Instagram and TikTok at Four Savages on Twitter. Go ahead over there, give us a follow. I'm looking forward to seeing Frankie Montas drop absolute K's all mm-hmm. over St. Louis, and it'll be very uh, bittersweet to see Monty in the St. Louis. Uh, re- uh, red and white and um, not orange red white and yellow <laughs> so that'll be very odd to see but uh, can't wait to see it and can't wait to talk about it when I get back so really appreciate you guys listen we'll catch you next time